Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Buggy bumpers. <laughs> yes, those are not the sort of bumper I was talking about either. Okay. But uh, rather the bumper that Grace Jones wants people to pull up to. Mm. Or somebody to pull up to, certainly. Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't think it's an open invitation to everyone. No, no, but I imagine she's got... We all have someone in mind that we want to pull up to the bumper, if you know what I mean. I... I, guess I, so. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I guess. I don't yeah. know if I, I, I don't know if everyone. No, that that, that, that was uh, that was putting it too strongly. But you know, it's a feeling. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with a bumper pulling. Up yes, to yes. Thereof. Wow. Hello. <laughs> I've started really. I've started off badly. Let's Joe, see. What are we? Go from here. Uh, the uh, the Eleventh Hour Podcast. Cool. What do we do? Um, we mostly. Well, we often talk about Doctor Who. Mm. Um, we often also talk about complete nonsense as well. Nice. What probably will we do? Uh, swear, I imagine. Right. Um, also, uh, we are Joe and Chris. Specifically, uh, you're Chris, and I'm Joe. <laughs> I love the still the little thought. It's like, I've forgotten who I am. Yeah, it's like the trouble is if when you try and do it in a, like a different, funny way each time, it's like I've got to actually like. <laughs> I, sure I, my favourite was like, "Hi, my middle name's John," <laughs> and my middle name is John. <laughs> Wicked. Um, yeah, we both got like two J's in the initials. Yeah. I've never told you this about the characters from Skins, right? Across a bunch of different because they have like different generations. Yeah, of sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like in Generation One, there was a Chris. In, in Generation Two, there was a Cook without an E, <laughs> and there was like a JJ in yeah, Generation yeah. Three, which left the. Um, the the letters from my name unused left Eden Horn with with an E H O R N E. I thought right, I need a character called Eden Horn, and I'm fully done. My old name's been used. I think we're going to have to write someone with a character called Eden Horn in it now. It's a good name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I came up with a good uh, word album title the other day and googled it and I was amazed that nobody had come up with it either and I'm wondering if I should say it in case people will steal my idea however you know that what I'm like I'll have an idea that I never use yeah I, I so have saying, many ideas that um, I never and use and it's it's the word martyr but with a p instead of them so it's partier <laughs> but parter I just like I just like that one word. Partia. People part, are like, what, what is this partier, word? Partia in a in a like yeah in a But would you say it like parter? Uh that's the thing. I yeah. think you wouldn't say it at all. You'd let yeah. people come up with their own 
pronunciation. Yeah, because if you say it like that, you sound like a, a posh little boy. Parter? Yeah. Make Parter, you may I play in the garden, Marta and Parter? <laughs> yes, but may I fetch some, some alien insects for, for Marta? <laughs> I don't know where that was last week. Good Lord. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, we're, we're doing well keeping this one short, guy. Yeah, yeah. So, um... 11thpoundpodcast.gmail.com is our email address. Yes. Um, we're at EHpodcast on Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash group slash EHpodcast, if okay. you're interested in that sort of thing. Oh, or maybe someone will just go, hey, is this person in the group? And I'll be like, no, well, I'd have been now. So, you know. Oh, has that, that happened ha- That before? happened this week, yes. Oh. Uh, right. Kirsten enjoyed uh, Elena's feedback. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I'll add her in so she can see it. And nice. added in, I did. Because I can do that. <laughs> I mean, I think other people can add I think, this. yeah, all of them can. Um, when we had some people who were pimping, like, a Doctor Who book yeah. for a bit, and I was like, I'll allow this for a little while, and I yeah. told them that, and then it went a bit far, and I was like, oh, it was when they blew the Clara death. Oh, like before right. it happened, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like right, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking you out of here now. But I'd also noted that while they were there, they had added two other people, so I got rid of them as well at the same time. Fair enough. Without it's... any explanation, yeah. I just yeah. thought I'm paying attention to this. Yeah, no, good, good. Work. And we haven't had ads for dildo rama or, um, <laughs> or, or sunglasses for quite some time now. Yeah. And we're we're all the better for it. <laughs> I don't know. I I kind of I enjoyed Dildo Rama. <laughs> I have kept the Dildo Rama picture. Yeah, and I think the Facebook algorithm must be slightly better because I've tried to put it back in the group before it was going. Hey, this is what we had when we just yeah, let people yeah, yeah. willy nilly, and it hasn't uploaded. <laughs> like, oh right, it, it could. I don't know if it's read the word Dildo in there or what. I don't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't. It might just be a technical issue at my end. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'd like to talk about my end. <laughs> well, going back to um, the, no, the bumper. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, the giggle in that means... It sounds like I'm thinking that's some kind of shameful topic of conversation. And I don't feel that way, and I apologise to everyone. Uh, yeah, it was This is why like... I put SJWs in our... Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh, <laughs> I'm doing my best. Yeah, no, I think that's all we can... Um legitimately came to do I've got windows open at each end of the flat today because yeah. I like to have air and uh, after what we're talking about this episode <laughs> in particular it's like oh yeah we're just wasting this air <laughs> um, however it does mean you'll hear birds out the one side and cars out the other side yeah. and I don't some kind of weird car bird in the middle that uh, is terrorising the both of us yeah a reliant robin <laughs> yeah that's very good no problem <laughs> I was just trying to think of bird based cars yeah, I'm not going to sit around and think of uh, some more, he says. Th- sitting around and trying to think of some more. Oxygen. Yeah. Jimmy Matheson. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, speaking of SJWs, um, surprisingly um, uh, strong criticism of capitalism in this episode, <laughs> which I was all on board for. Yeah, I think um, it's not dissimilar, and I think you might see where I'm going with this. It even ends the same way to um, the Rebel Flesh, all yes, those yes. people. yeah. Uh, that was not necessary. That must have been at a different point in the human future because it hadn't reached a point where human life was essentially worthless. Mm. As, uh, because there were there were tasks they considered too dangerous for people to do, so they created these clones. Little did they know they were sending other sentient things to their death instead. Yeah, yeah. That was the point of that. That feels like it's got to be a step on the way towards this this yeah, point. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so in the end. What does that do to that episode? It means the whole thing was pointless. Like no one learned anything, and in fact, it got worse. 
I guess, I mean... However, we are living in that situation at the moment where people don't seem to have remembered the past. Yes, no, absolutely, yeah. Um, and now yeah. we're talking about bringing back fox hunting and shit like that. I'm sorry, I... I it's like... Uh, let's talk about Doctor Who. I'm yeah, very yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's. Uh, I feel like we could easily get uh, easily get derailed, and believe it or not, and it's just things are just pretty crazy here as well. So, well, ah. Chelsea Manning was released. Yeah, for you know she shouldn't have been in in the first fucking place. But let's uh, let's ignore. But that she had a fact. nice pizza, posted a really good looking selfie. I mean, that yeah. made me happy. Yeah, right. I, I saw that her face wasn't in any of them for a bit, and I thought she probably needs to go somewhere and like, yeah, yeah. get herself looking presentable for a camera, so it doesn't look the way she wants to at the moment. And then, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong selfie game. Yeah, I'm gonna have. I've got half a Pepsi from a small bottle. Now I'm gonna have some more Pepsi from a big bottle. Oh, you rebel, you. Mm. <laughs> so, um, oxygen. Yeah, it was. It was good. I liked it. Like, um. I've got it, some questions that, yeah. you know, I'm not so sure about some aspects of it. Yeah, but like, there's what, always bits and pieces, but I think it's, uh, um, I know we've talked about this a lot before, uh, certainly both times I've been watching it, um, I've gone along with it, Yeah, and it's only later that I've gone, hmm, that was a weird thing or whatever, like, I kind of, I definitely bought into it as I was watching it, which I think is a mark of a good yeah. Doctor Who episode, as, as a, or any TV or film, as we said before. So, so the the so Bill's sort of not really dead because the thing has to sort of. So, but it was enough to maybe knock her unconscious. I don't. know. I guess so. I mean, yes, that's, that's a very convenient. That's a, that's bit. the sort of bullshittiest bit. Oh, oh, but I mean, she was in a vacuum for a bit, and like it looked bad at the time, but she she visibly recovered very quickly. Yeah, and the Doctor was is a. I mean, the Doctor is has always been a bit uh, sturdier than a, the human. Well, he has got a respiratory bypass yes, system. Yes. Yes, you might recall. Which is sometimes mentioned, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he can hold his breath longer than. But obviously, he can't keep his like eye juices from boiling. boiling. <laughs> vacuum of deep space. Oh, my eye juices boiling! I don't know. And this was I. I. I am not an expert on survival in a vacuum, but this seems to be more closer to accuracy than the old sort of exploding. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I said. It's nice to hear the doctor talking about or freezing because a- actual. The um, yeah actual uh science as as we understand not you know like not like uh sci-fi but like stuff that uh, that we know to actually be the you enjoy um, space the final frontier (laughs) yeah it was a very very strong um opening scene yeah Uh, really good really well done Uh, except for one uh except for one (laughs) line as which um i thought was crap the first time and i forgot about and then i watched it again i was like oh that is crap well, um, you meant talk about it, but as it follows such a clever, good line, so um, it really hurts. Oh god, I can't remember her name. Um, I can barely remember anyone's name apart from Abby, Tasker, yeah. and Darren. Uh, and uh, um, Ivan is the um, Ivan. Okay, so the other one, the other woman, Ivan's other half, yeah, or potential other half. He we does, don't even know. He does, we only know that she wants to have a baby with him at some point. So I feel like they're at least a, uh, well acquainted, if if that's what she's yeah, saying. Yeah, or or she's really ahead of herself but, but yeah <laughs> i suppose you know it makes you think about things in a different way being all yeah. stuck in space i heard so um yeah i was like the so we got the clever line where she's saying all this stuff even though the intercom's down it's obviously easier for her to say the things but yeah, she yeah. can't hear them and he's like you know the radio's gone don't waste your breath which is a, that's a great line because that's a thing people say if you can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, you know, waste don't waste it. your breath and then he goes like the one thing that we can't waste it's like it's like 
after looking at his oxygen running low, it's like, we get it, man. Like, it's okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have no idea yeah. if that was added later or not, but it's, it's like, good line, bad line. <laughs> Such a clunky expository line that doesn't need to be there. Anyway, but uh, really good um, open it, yeah. And then after that, even the pace of the, the bits, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not quite the old school Moffat, you know, three second long scenes, yeah, like yeah. a sentence here, a sentence in yeah, another yeah, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was still a bit like that, and it drove things forward. We got the crop rotation joke. <laughs> yeah, um, we. I think the 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 sort of I don't want to say banter, but the the little argument between Doctor and Nardole is very is very funny. Where he's like, oh, like you I'm docking your paper. Doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like learning that the person who told Nardole to keep the Doctor on Earth is the Doctor himself is not even slightly a surprise. No. Uh, I think we already point. knew that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like he might, he might have yet got that uh, order himself from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the fact that he's employed this other guy to stay on top of things. I like the impossibility of trying to argue with. <laughs> I'm trying to keep the doctor in line. Where he's like, yeah. "You told me to do this." It's like, yeah, well, look you're what not you get for listening you're to not me. Doing a very good job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like being blamed for someone one else. of the oldest Doctor Who callbacks, by the way, the fluid link. Oh yes, it's um the thing that they have to get from the Daleks, isn't yeah. it? In the in, serial in the, the Daleks. Daleks, yes, which I'd like, forgotten until you mentioned it just now. Like but. the fifth episode of the entire oh, yeah, yeah. series. And uh, spoilers for the Daleks, it's the Doctor who's removed the fluid link himself as an excuse to go and check out the Dalek City. Yeah. Although I think it is actually necessary at that point, I don't know. Yes, I, I think so. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be, because he's... he's he's kind of, He really is a dick in those days. The oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he just puts everyone in danger and then forces a pacifist society to become warlike just to get them all out of the, out of the shtuck that he put them in. What a knob. <laughs> oh, I really fucked that one up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'll tell you what I like. That reminds me, um, obviously we don't recap, so I'm just going to jump around. I yeah, like yeah. the... Um, I think what was good about this episode, or one thing that was good, is that um, it's quite difficult to do in Doctor Who, but like, it, the stakes felt pretty high in yes. this. It felt real... Like when Nardal is, you know, really angry at the Doctor at the end, he's like, you know, we came never again. Like we came so close to not coming back. And yeah, that, it I like it feel, felt real. Yeah, yeah. I felt like they. I mean, they were very close to not coming back. I mean, the Doctor pulled some stuff out of his ass in a way that was a little bit. Yeah, but um, it's not the first time I've seen the uh, the the this sort of the capitalist ending of it. I I've just realised I was about to blow the end of a fairly well known sci-fi film and I won't okay but there's one where uh, it's fairly common for someone in a sci-fi movie to break the bizarre arbitrary laws of the future and yeah, be yeah. Per- pursued by like a militia or a police force or something like that and in the film that I'm thinking of the the only way the lead character escapes is that he ke- he keeps the chase going on so long he doesn't even do this on purpose it just happens yeah. that the chase goes over budget <laughs> and so they just stop chasing him and he's fine <laughs> that's pretty and, good yeah. and I can tell you which film that is if you'd like yes please do it is I have heard of that film <laughs> there you go you've heard of the film click noise yeah indeed uh, um. Yeah, no, um, it's one, like, there was a lot of, uh, there's obviously a lot of stuff that we've had before, you know, there's elements that we've had in previous episodes and sci-fi films, you know, but it, it just felt like a nice, mm. uh, kind of a fresh take on it, like, 
I mean, the suits were a great idea, even though, as you say, it's not dissimilar to the Silence in the Library yeah, idea. But in that, it wasn't an auto... I always forgot it's not an automated suit in that it's, you know, the Vashon Rider yeah, yeah. moving around... In mimicking the, yeah. human movements, yeah, yeah, like as a swarm, which is a, that's a mad old idea. That is a mad self. old idea when you talk about it. But um, no, and I thought it was very creepily done when there's the guy just standing there. Uh, although I did make a very unkind joke. I'm, I'm happy for you to repeat it. But um, I, I said, "Oh, it's so nice to see Ben Gorman again," just because he's got Ben Gorman's quite a pale kind of he's a bug-eyed, white yeah, mouth yeah. man. I, yeah. it's, it's horrible because I'm sure he's perfectly fine. Yeah, but I think absolutely what the problem was is he played a character I very much didn't like. Yeah, yeah. And so I see him, I see that character I didn't like. And yeah, and I found him that. kind of annoying in Pacific Rim as well, so... <laughs> like, not as bad as, uh... Is it Owen in... Oh, God, uh, yeah, Torture. it's Owen yeah, yeah, character. Yeah, 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 obviously, but, uh... Yeah. <laughs> your, your hero who literally date-rapes two people in the first episode. Yeah. And there are people who really weirdly try to justify that, that like yeah he, he saved a marriage <laughs> or oh, a God. weird one was um, I'm laughing so I don't cry just uh, just was my friend Billy um, who was like he, he he only he just sped the process up like he would have just drunk with these people long enough that it would have worked out that way anyway so he was just saving time I'm like that's pretty scary man yeah Fuck like you. give them a choice at least yeah <laughs> precisely uh, he like, literally oh, removes were, their choice it's like oh they were definitely going to have sex with him so he just like drugged yeah, them into having sex with know that yeah um sorry anyway anyway yeah let's not I don't want to shouldn't have to trigger warning our podcast but. yeah and no, I don't want to talk about how we can, we've talked about how shitty torture it is elsewhere <laughs> We talked about, talked about Torchwood for like eight, uh, like eight episodes covering yeah, a ten-week yeah. thing. Yeah, and slowly went insane. It was great fun. Oh, yeah. And we played Cult of Personality. Yeah, we did. I um, remember that, yeah. Yes, I did like him. Um, I imagine that is a real... I, I can't think of things lately that would be driving kids behind the sofa, but that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking terrifying, the... Bulged out eyes. And yeah, like, just the way the head's horrible. off to the side, obviously. And then when he starts moving as well. as he, mm. and, But yeah, the whole time they're just like walking in front of his face. Yeah. You're like, oh, he's going to, something's going to have to. <laughs> like they, they do that thing of leaving it long enough uh, that you yeah. get used to him being there. Uh, yeah. And then, then he starts moving about. I think it's after they've had the one with the other, the one that's just the suit stacking things by itself. Yeah, and the doctor just pops them out, <laughs> which is a very funny picture. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good lord. Yeah, it's such a dickish way to do it as well. It's... <laughs> I do wonder at this point if the suits themselves could just perform the tasks. Apparently that... they can't. Like, well, I mean... That was doing a very menial thing, but I don't know yeah. how involved the copper ore mining is. And indeed, of where they're mining it from. It's, yeah. Oh no, they're attached to a big rock. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I so... come to think of it. Yeah. It's a nice looking space station. It's not bad. It's uh, a little bit remind me of the Trial of a Time Lord... Uh, Opening that's no bad thing. Oh uh, yeah, it's a bit like the wheel in space. Yeah, it is. It is. That's sixty-eight. I can't remember, but back yeah. way back then, somewhere. Yeah, it's that kind of classic circular sort of space station design. Yeah, yeah. So it's old school, but it was it was enough to excite Bill, who was being bored by a corridor with artificial <laughs> gravity. <laughs> well, fair enough. It's a lot so, of, always a lot of corridors with you, isn't it, Doctor? Yeah, <laughs> corridor twelve. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I do like the fact that the ship has a sense of uh, dramatic tension as to when it's going to vent this yeah, yeah, yeah. unlicensed oxygen. Yeah, you were trying to look for a, a countdown, but it does just seem to do it at the most... Like, uh, yeah, plots. when it actually vents it, it's got a countdown, because yeah. you see it start from like two seconds. But like, when it for, when the TARDIS first arrives and he yeah. extends the air shell out into the thing, yeah. and then it comes up like un- unlicensed. Yeah, yeah. That's when I wanted to see a, a countdown start. Yeah, yeah. But, that would have um, been a nice detail, but but no, sad, sadly not. I wouldn't even mind it if it was if it wasn't accurate. If it was something like three minutes, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So three TV minutes, you know. Yeah, precisely. Which is a very sort of um, it's a malleable, yeah, <laughs> flexible amount of time. Yeah, I really, I it. What annoys me more is when you have like a countdown of like ten seconds and it takes <laughs> way longer than that in real time. Um, You're you just counting recall, it. In there. You might recall the uh, time chasers mystery science theater three thousand. Clock uh, countdown. I... <laughs> it's, like, it's like six, five, four, and it cuts back to five, five, four, <laughs> three, cuts back to four, four. Yeah. And then they travel in time. <laughs> it just goes, goes one. <laughs> Look, the countdown clock on the computer. Um, yes, so, I, I, yes, I also enjoy the station's um, uh, sense of dramatic kind of drama. Um, but also, it reminds me of the thing that... I mean, like, it's not the, the biggest problem, but, like, I, I thought the TARDIS was stuck in a room that was, like, mm. I don't know, like a vacuum, a room with no air in it. So they're like, well, if we open it, we get sucked... If we open the door... No, I was like, if we open the door, we get sucked out into space. Mm. It's like, just a little bit about how they actually got back into the TARDIS would have been nice. Um, uh. Maybe they're able to negotiate control of the station. Yeah, back to get out. I don't know. it's not clear to me whether, like, because I'm like, okay, well, if it's a room that's a vacuum with like an open door, is like, but the Stardust is staying there, or is it blocking the door? It's it's is a, it like right yeah, up against yeah. the door. Well, I think no, no, yeah. Earlier in the thing, I think he's at least explaining why they don't go back to the Tardis at that point. Yeah, that's yeah. always. Um, although there always do- has to be a reason. Yeah. yeah, although the doctor's reason is perfectly fine for me, which yeah, is that yeah. there's there's four people alive here and who need help, and, and yeah. that's why I'm not going back in the TARDIS. Yeah, um, that is absolutely spot on. I like that, and I yeah. like the you know the universe shows its true face when it. Yeah, no, no, that was a good. That was we good. show ours in how we yeah. respond. Yeah, it was a really good running thing. Um, I did enjoy that the screwdriver got destroyed mysteriously, albeit. Um, because I was thinking at the beginning of the episode, it's like, God, he's really like leaning on that <laughs> a lot, isn't he? <laughs> um, I think that's another one just, where you write it and go, ah, oh, I could just sonic my way out of this. So you have to yeah. break it. Yeah. Um, I don't think people allow, like, oh no, he's he's blind and he hasn't got a sonic. No, don't worry, he's not like a. <laughs> you're so many sonics. Yeah, yeah. Got to admit, wasn't expecting him to stay blind at the end of No, it. that was um, that was an inter- it's, it's You point out, it's quite nice. Um, and obviously, I was looking out for it a second. Uh, oh, he was walking time, around like, the console around room, the console trying, look, yeah, like trying to just, a bit of just edging him. He's just holding on to the edge of the. Actual That's a console. lovely little detail of the the performance that was mm. nice to uh, um, nice to see. Yeah, um, and another thing I appreciate at the same time around. Sorry, I'm just jumping all over. Yeah, places. no, no, we enjoyed uh, Velma's. Uh, I don't know. It's um, we we enjoyed Velma's kind of. Uh, um, <laughs> Not exactly jokes, but well, they were jokes. But uh, yeah, but they were they were jokes. For, they weren't Velma making a joke. Yeah, you see what I mean? The, the yeah, yeah. Microsoft Office. Yeah, it's thing. like you appear to be trying to run. <laughs> Would you like some help with that? 
Yeah. Uh, how would you, how would you rate your experience? <laughs> yeah, I, you said it's the kind of joke that is often often does is really it's kind of annoying, but it, it kind of worked well here. Yeah, I don't know why. Normally, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I think it's I don't know. I think it worked well in this because it was like a bit of technology that was malfunctioning and like being actively less useful. Mm. <laughs> than not having it or was being and it That's just true. But, every, every sort of five minutes a bill would just end up like completely yeah, yeah, frozen yeah, yeah. yeah couldn't lift her up well thought out all the stuff like try and lift her up no mag boots don't yeah, yeah. stick on yeah. like he's Matheson's given a lot of thought to how it all works yeah absolutely. he's good uh, unlikely to have him next year unfortunately well for the next lot apparently oh, really? he ha- yeah he hasn't been asked oh right okay um, That's a shame because uh, I, I I was wondering when to fit this in. The the apparently the Chibnall uh, series is going to move to a, a writer's room model. Oh really? And, and Chibnall will be like bringing over people he's worked with on Broadchurch. But if you look at Broadchurch, there's only like two credited writers: him, him, and another person whose name I can't remember. I've not watched this. So I, so I assume there are like is it like this credits for additional writers right okay. and then like a lead writer credit that yeah, gets on that, that might it'd be it'll be interesting because we haven't had it for a while no i could see it and it being might good for the series it yeah. might yeah it might problem solve a lot of little sort of errors and things like that having someone else look through a thing and go yeah yeah, yeah. well having a lot of people look yeah, through yeah. A thing. And going like, well, that line's kind That's of fine. weird, or like, why haven't we explained that? Or yeah, so no. I'm I'm oddly interested in that. Yeah, fact, me but too. I, I, to, uh, Matheson is not one of them because he's not one of Chim Chinball. Chinball. Sorry, <laughs> I've seen I've seen Chinball written too many times. <laughs> Chinball's guys uh, or gals, yeah, um, or anyone else. Yeah, no, I was going to say. Um, I think I don't feel like it quite so much anymore because this series has been pretty good so far mm. but there's definite I, I was definitely getting the sense uh towards the end um, as we come towards the end of the moffat era there's like yeah some kind of shake-up would be nice i think we've been doing things yeah the same like, we this is this is a this is been a doing things the same. Like yeah it's been a strange series this one because while i don't think there's many episodes where i go yes absolutely bang on all time classic yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. none of them have made me punch myself in the face no uh, and that has been increasingly rare to get I think to get five episodes in without like a real shiter is uh yeah I mean like Smile was definitely the weakest and even there, so yeah, far. Like, there good. was stuff to enjoy there like it wasn't terrible it was just a bit you know nothing and a bit of a silly ending yeah yeah it was fine like, um yeah, yeah, no, no punching ourselves is all, always good. But yeah, mm, good use of shiter. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> oh, that was a shiter. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm already running out of things yeah, to say a little bit. It's it's just like a straightforwardly good episode. It was, uh, you know, it was scary. It had some good ideas. Um, um, it had some good stuff with morality and like whether you know trusting the doctor and yeah. Um, there was some interesting stuff around. I think Bill and the Doctor's relationship absolutely is. Uh, um, I, I do like the professor student thing, not yeah, least because yeah. it reminds me of Ace, and yeah, yeah. the Doctor. Not le- not just because she called him professor, but like yeah. that was certainly uh, they were friends. But there was also like a teacher student vibe mm-hmm. to yeah. it, and the and that is a thing I like. I think I think it's a thing that works, um, yeah, more than 
necessary. Uh, but, but that's just me. Like, yeah, I prefer that to a love interest or like I am just tooling around with my mate. Yeah. Although I did uh, say that though, I did like um, the Tenant and Donna Noble stuff. So who yeah. knows? Yeah, no, I think it's a a no type clue. of companion doctor relationship that I enjoy. Yeah. Also, with this, just the absolute simple idea of um, you have to work in a place that hasn't got oxygen, but then you have to buy the oxygen to work there. Yeah. Like presumably out of your wages. Presumably. Yeah. As well, it's like you know when I was a when I was a cleaner, they provided cleaning clothes, yeah, yeah. but I had to buy them. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was not refunded for those when I I didn't keep the clothes. Yeah. By the way, either. <laughs> It, it, it very much strikes me as the sort of thing that people would do if they thought they could get away with yes, it. Yes, yeah. um, this is a this is a thing in the future. We've talked a lot in this series about having been like any sort of mega evil baddies, so, yeah, yeah, as such. And even this isn't this is a horrible thing, but this is just a a situation that's been allowed to happen, yeah, yeah, over time because people have looked the other way and what was considered absolutely appalling has just become how business is done. Yeah, I can't think... I can't relate to that at all as an idea. Uh, Indeed. Yeah. But no, I I get what you mean uh, completely. And I feel like I was going to... And yeah, I still like the concept of um, measuring things in, like, number of breaths and also... Mm, Yes. uh, If I were to say anything, I'd like... I like we got a bit of, like, you know, you have to try and breathe slower because then you'll live longer, basically. Yeah. So um, like that kind of uh, having Mild all along was interesting to uh, pull out the uh, exposition in between yeah, yeah, yeah. different people. So Nardo got to explain about the breathing and did it in a different way. Yeah, like he took the the scaredy you get, <laughs> yeah. which is a thing that you wouldn't have. Had. Are you enjoying the increasingly odd Nardo backstory? Yes, I am. Like yeah. I never want any explanation to any of this. I just want him to always be able to pile a new thing in there. Yeah, it's like, oh, I remember when I didn't have a. What does he say? This suddenly he didn't have a body or. Uh, it was uh, something about his oh, old true face. face. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing my true face in years. I, I got this one when I was on the run. You know, killing all of the uh, people on the station if they were planning to rob things. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, what yeah, he'd yeah. do. Uh, Stuff no. like that. So it's a, it's a character who's being rescued for me just by yeah, having all no, of this mad I think stuff. he had more to do in this episode as well rather than just tell yeah. off the Doctor or comment on what was happening. Precisely. I mean, that Hopefully. was largely what he did on the station as well, but it kind of worked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. More to that. He's like a little Jiminy Cricket at this point. Yeah. And um, simple joke, man, but Dach Ren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we pay, oh, we saved a racist. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know it's like the tedious, the the most boring bait and switch joke in the world of a, a person who is more likely to uh, suffer racial discrimination, yeah. being called a racist. <laughs> but uh, she also doesn't equip, doesn't uh, what's the word present herself very well. No. But also, she's just completely not equipped for seeing this yeah. big bald blue guy. Yeah. Uh, I still uh, better than Nardole's. That some some of my best friends are bluish. Yeah, that yeah, that's not the better one. He should he should have a bit more. But you um you enjoyed that Bill is overjoyed that he can't that um Dachren has no idea why she would be the yeah victim. Like, yeah, normally I'm on the receiving end. Is that like, why is that? Yeah, like why? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to this man. And like yeah, she's just got this huge grin. <laughs> she's being yeah, I imagine. I imagine is you know uh. uh you know, uh, a black woman going into the future going like, hey, like something good about the future. Well, yeah, she yeah. went into the past, so that wasn't so good. That wasn't great, no, so, no. For her, so... Um, um, 
I think before we should get on, get onto the feedback, I think we should mm. also just say that the helmets were really cool as well. Oh, the the flip. The only thing things. that found, I found weird about the helmets is that they seem to have been partially repurposed from like your grandma's front door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, like I'm my dead grandma. <laughs> I you, never knew her. You know, like, I know the you the, know, the wonky glass. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I have no idea how. The, yeah, that oh, that might be. A, I don't know if that's a UK specific thing. But yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, so you have a crazy sort of textured glass thing to let like I imagine like in bathroom windows and things. Yeah, yeah. And other places. But in it's the a, world it's a thing I associate with uh, like a particular era of housing as well. Yeah. Um, having that as on yeah as your no, front the nineteen thirties suburban sprawl exactly yeah stuff yeah, so. Yeah, not specifically your grandma's front door. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was around all the time. I've seen your grandma. <laughs> How? <laughs> all of my grandparents died prior to my birth, which was nine years prior to your birth. I had my ways, Chris. <laughs> t- your new flat is a time-travelling Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, look, I took all these pictures of your grandma. <laughs> oh no! Ah, you, how do you feel about Bill literally talking to her mum when she's about to die? Yeah. I mean, they set it up. Just said I, I talked to her a, a bit. Yeah, it's. I think it. It seemed a bit like an an attempt to yeah, stab yeah. at the old heart there. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of like I mean, I think Pearl Mackie sells the oh. delivers the lines great, but yeah, yeah when, she oh she's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. at every point in this, I feel like um. Maybe this was the episode where they're like, oh, I, I don't know, or maybe it, I suppose it would happen. It's just kind of a good coincidence, but like people seem to like Bill very much, and, and obvious and obviously so. But it's like, mm. well, if we put, uh, it's got like kind of the Alison Hannigan rule. Yes, where it's like you put her in danger, and people get like get really feel for it. Yeah, although I did watch some uh, some some Buffy with a crying Alison Hannigan in the other day, and it's still effective. Yeah, no, no, damn it. Yeah. And then weirdly, like they, they go a slightly different tack in Deep Space Nine, where it's Chief O'Brien, but uh, it works as well. Oh man, I still need to see Hard Time. Hard Time, you do, yeah. Oh, good lord. Oh boy, yeah. It gave Seven Eye some uh, feelings. Hard Time, not as and much the as when ch- the Child in Time as well. Another Time one. Uh, children of Time. Ch- as well. uh, children of Time, yes. But I'm also thinking of the one that's a rip off of the. No, the um, is not a rip off of because it's from the past. Has a similar plot to the girl who waited. Oh, the sound of her voice, are you thinking of? I no. think so. Yes, it's, I think you are thinking of. It's Keiko, of. and then... Uh, no. What's the, what's the daughter's name? Uh, <laughs> Pause. We've absolutely, completely uh, uh, exhausted that topic of conversation while you were away, and yeah, we don't yeah, have yeah. to continue it anymore. <laughs> yes. Right, shall we uh, fire up the emails and voicemails? Let's and, do that. I don't know. Director brain mails, whatever we got. We got a letter, we got a. Yeah, we have done that. But first, some tunes. Three voicemails, one email, uh, unless... No. 
Blah. Oh, my medication. <laughs> this kid's taking a dive again. It's all right. My huge bag of pills <laughs> that I need to survive. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> increasingly so. Uh, oh. Bit distressing. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're still, uh, still not keen on starting like a Patreon or anything like that. I don't know why. Yeah. Don't know why. I don't know why. I don't think we should get any kind of remuneration for doing this at all. Probably so we can, we have a good excuse for pulling out lackluster short episodes. Yeah, like recording like super stuff. late and shit. But I don't know if I get back into game slots. Oh yeah, and start like my me- media empire. Then yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. Would you like to read a voicemail and then hear three? Read, right, read an email and then hear three voicemails. Would you like to hear two voicemails? You read an email and then we have one more voicemail. Oh, let's hear end. two and then read uh, read an email. All right, then. In order of arrival, um, this is uh, Mr. Willie Dix. <laughs> feedback. Um, sorry. I think it will be... Uh, maybe it'll be Mr. Willie Dix's avatar. What do you think? I think so. It's been pretty popular so far. Uh-oh. Hello, Joe and Chris. Hi. Here are my thoughts on this week's episode of Doctor Who. This was a good episode, but, personally, I prefer Jamie Matherson's other stories. Matherson. Some of the effects in this episode are quite good, especially the dead guy standing in the suit when the Doctor, Bill, and Nardal arrive. (laughs) Yes. The line, it looks like you're trying to run. Would you like some help with that? Yeah. Made me think of clipping. Sounds good in that you know, voice. <laughs> that Microsoft yeah. paperclip office assistant thing. Yep. Did we really need to know the suit's AI was called Velma? I don't see the point of them making us think Bill was dead because, to me, it was obvious they weren't going to actually kill her off so early in the series. Well, the doctor says. I as did well. like the effect yeah. of the suits deactivating their human component, though, although it makes no fucking sense. Surely it would cost more to kill people and bring in new people than it would just to let the mining operation continue and be unprofitable? The performances in this episode were great and there are some great lines. The doctor going blind could be interesting although he could just heal himself the way Tennant did at the end of series 4 but, like I say, it could be interesting so I hope the writers keep it in the series. That brings up another point. How is he able to use the computer or, for that matter, the TARDIS, without any form of speech output. The dead Ellie seems strangely attractive to me. Doctor Who business. This episode gets a like on the two-tier rating system, or a 3.5 out of 5. I think that is all I want to say about this episode, so I will say goodbye. Those always end really suddenly, don't they? I was was ready for it that time, but it's like, I will say goodbye. Stop sullying the beauty of our rating system with your point fives. Um... Yes, I meant to mention this is a thought that had occurred to me. Remember, I we talked earlier about like how it might be a weird regeneration this time. Yeah, and I like the idea of him like regenerating slowly. Yeah, like, yeah. Bits of like he's got someone else's eyes. <laughs> um, it reminded me of, and I can't quite remember the guy's name. It was um, Jan Michael Rudsky. Right. Whatever. He was a Doctor Who fan in the 1970s, and I believe still is now, who, after The Deadly Assassin, wrote into Doctor Who magazine to complain about it. It was like, what has happened to the magic of Doctor Who? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know the guy. Because it was the the one that was full of old Time Lords complaining about how their knees were knackered and things like that. He was like, well, why wouldn't you just regenerate then? And everyone else is like, I don't know if they can just do that. And also, like, 
wouldn't you, that you'd be using up a life? Would you just yeah. <laughs> you'd just get potter on with your knackered knees until everything gave out, and then you'd yeah, have a yeah. full, uh, you know, you'd have a full bill of health yeah, at yeah. a later date. You don't just like waste a life because so, oh my it. back's a bit bad today yeah, like, I'm regenerate. <laughs> yeah. So time you, to put on a new face <laughs> yeah you'd burn through it like yeah. oh I can't get to the club looking like this <laughs> <laughs> let's hope the next one's better you oh. yeah, regenerate and then you can't remember who you are or where the club is <laughs> and you don't like the same kind of music anymore <laughs> I didn't think this one through <laughs> You've got, a, you've, got a, you've got a largely different personality, <laughs> and you don't like any of your friends anymore. God, that would, that would be difficult, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, it would be. Uh, I I don't mind that idea, uh, but who knows? They've clearly got something more long-winded in mind, which mm-hmm. we can't talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, Will, uh, Will does make a good point about the. Um, uh, about what who the replacements that are coming in actually are. Yeah, because well, like the suits are learning seem to be. I mean, it's not explicitly said, but it's, they basically give you all the pieces to say, okay, well, the suits are kind of like learning and becoming uh, self-sustaining, and maybe the the organic component needs to be in there to some degree. It might it's not clear. Simply be that these people stopped being as as fruitful as they were. Yeah, and um, but. All the while they're they're using up oxygen, which yeah, is yeah. A, which is a precious resource. Yeah. So if they kill all of them, no yeah. one's using any oxygen until like new people arrive. They were who's meant to be clearing out all the dead people? Because I think if you arrive and there's a load of dead people all over the place, you think well, I suppose you're already there at that point. Yeah, I might screwed, be tempted but, uh, to say fuck this and leave, but mm, you know. But also, how would you do that? Yeah, oh, indeed. So it's, diff- it's different. Yeah, it's difficult. I like, I like the notion of the union, by the way, the mythical union. Mm, yeah, yeah. We don't even learn anything about them. <laughs> it's just See, I think you could have a end. great story set up where the like the next people come along and find this because mm. it's already on its way. So presumably, they don't, as far as we know, they don't do anything to stop that ship. So some people are going to turn up, and yeah. there's like thirty six like corpses roaming around. All just, all just still stood there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, these these are the question marks of the episode. Yeah, and that's the thing. And some but, of them are just are just interesting because they make you think about you know because they're questions that don't necessarily need to be answered. They just kind of throw up interesting future yeah, possibilities. Yeah, the thing is, I think there is a difference between this because I reckon if you were able to track Jamie Matheson down and ask him, he would know the answers yeah. to these questions. Yeah. And sometimes when this happens, you get the feeling that the writer doesn't know the answer to these questions <laughs> yeah. and just goes, whatever, it's yeah. artistic license. Because I think I think some writers, and maybe, I wouldn't go so far as to say this is always a good thing for writing, but like I think it it generally can be if you like... You have like a very clear idea where you know all the, as you, say, you know all the answers, you know everyone's motivations, and then. Mm. But obviously, you can't show all of that. You just write as as much as you can, and then yeah, that informs kind of what you do, I guess. If you see what I mean. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So who knows? All um, right, it's we... Kirsten. All oh, right. She'll likely tell us that we are cool dudes, and then make incorrectly. Some really... <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid so. We are. Yeah, yeah. We're not cool dudes. We're not cool dudes. I don't know, some people have been telling me that I'm a cool dude, and I'm inclining to believe them. That's good, I like that. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling lately, by the way? Um, okay. 
things doing go? Yeah, yeah. There's always, there's like, oh, no, it's been a bit of a tough one. I know we probably shouldn't do this, and I, I didn't right. have much of a catch up with you. We, I just showed you a bit of the riff tracks of the uh, <laughs> Star Wars holiday special. Oh, yeah. And then we got into this. No, we listened to Rusty Cage by Soundgarden. We did then do we that. got into this because I wanted to get us pumped up. Oh, it yeah. worked. It did work. Yeah. That's a hell of a record. It sure is. And um, I was a hell of a singer. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pouring one out for Chris Cornell here. Yeah, please do. And uh, not, not the Chris Cornell that runs the Mystery Science Theatre 3000 MSDVK info fan site. Oh, I'm sure he's a years. nice enough person, but he hasn't died this week. No. So. If he has, they've kept it quiet. Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't know, it's kind of bad. I feel like this is going to get overshadowed by the other one, so we'll keep this one. <laughs> on it, it worked for Roger Ailes. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit, well, I'll die today then. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no one will notice. Um, yeah. Um, God, yeah, no, the, uh, the, the, as the, the sort of the follow up to the Chris Cornell news was very, like, sad. Oh, when you hear the next that. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, well, it's the same as the Robin Williams news, wasn't it? It's like ah, oh, that one hit me very hard. Yeah. So I don't think this one's going to be as bad. But uh, yeah, sad um, times for all. Yeah, um, Kirsten, cheer us up, love. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? Waiting for you to load. Yeah. Hey, cool dudes. It's hey. Kirsten, and this hey. is my voicemail feedback hey. for Oxygen, Yay. aka The Walking Dead in space. <laughs> very good. I don't know if you guys are fans of The Walking Dead. Not really, but. The visuals in this episode, um, it, they just the the suits mm. really reminded me reminded me of walkers from The Walking Dead, um, except they are in corridors and <laughs> on a space station instead of in the woods or a prison, um, and they are wearing spacesuits instead of dirty clothing. Yeah, um, rags. But, I mean, this is not meant to be a from that, the because I really liked this episode. I just thought the similarities were kind of striking. Um, and I don't think it's there's, I don't think it was meant to be. Um, just It just reminded me of that. Um, so, anywho, enough oh. about that. Let's talk about the fluid link. Yep. Oh, uh. my God. <laughs> Such a silly throwaway thing, but it made me very happy. Oh, um, nice. Because the Daleks is my favorite Dalek story. Oh, really? It really is. Um, I just oh. love it so much. It's the first one, um, and William Hartnell is... Well, I'm not going to read. You don't do the past, so I won't talk we about it. kind of relax that rule. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, it's black and white, and it's like six or seven episodes six, or something. Seven, I believe. But mm. it's really, really good. I love it a it lot. It is pretty so good. I'd, I'd highly recommend it. And then you'll get the fluid link joke. Um, but anywho, enough about that. Um, this episode I liked. It was creepy. Um, and... It was high stakes. Yeah. I mean, the doctor is blind. That's blind, some serious shit. Blind, blind, so blind. I don't know how that's going to play out. I'm really interested to see. Um, and I don't know. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Um, the the racists, well, racism yeah. was raised again, um, where Bill More meets a blue person mm. for the first time and is a little taken aback. Um, and then I liked her interchange with him where she's trying to explain that, you know, she's she actually is usually on the receiving end of it. And he didn't understand that, which is kind of nice, I guess, that, that you know, that African-Americans are no longer, you know, 
prejudiced against, but um, it stinks that now blue people are the ones that are <laughs> receiving the racism. Um, but I enjoyed that little interchange, and um, I I don't know how I felt about the Nardole. By the way, so, Bill is not an African American. <laughs> some of my best friends are bluish. Um, it's kind of. If it's a sati- I feel like it's meant to be a satirical Stephen Colbert esque, like tr- you know, acting like the people that are wrong. You know, mm. when not. I mean, when people say that, a lot of times they're generally trying to prove how not racist they are. Um, to prove that they're woke. It doesn't come <laughs> off right, um, and I think that's pretty much everyone agrees with that. Um, so it, it made me cringe a little, but I kind of think, I kind of think it wasn't meant to make me cringe. I think it was meant to make me laugh at people who think that's an acceptable thing to say. I think it's meant to make um, you cringe and, laugh. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. How do you feel about that? That's what I, I don't Pardon know. Me. Anyways. So, um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was Bill's mom. She is in a lot of episodes, even though she's not alive. Um, So, like, Jackie Tyler and Rose situation, yes, Jackie Tyler comes up a lot because Rose and Jackie Tyler are both still alive and they both have to deal with one another. Um, So her being in many episodes or coming up in episodes doesn't really surprise me. But, I don't know, Bill's mom... She's in a lot of episodes, and it and kind of was really zoomed in on in this episode too. So I kind of wonder. Um, I'm not really wondering. I'm kind of more feeling like, yep, this is definitely, definitely a thing. She's yeah. definitely got more to her than meets the eye. Yeah. Which, like I said in my feedback last time, I'm not happy with in a way. I'm okay. I'm okay with it, but I would prefer Bill to just be Bill. To that and see how Um, we feel. You know this. I don't need to repeat it too much, but it's just, you know, I I think that's not going to be the case. Just the fact that they're focusing on her mom so much, I think her mom is going to be important. And it's, I don't know. So that's all I got. Um, I'm sorry I rambled so long. Um, I hope you guys have a great day, and I can't wait to hear what you thought of this episode. Thank you for listening and responding and giving me a space to talk about Doctor Who. Space. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Yeah. Thanks. This episode was not a safe space. (laughs) Um... Unsafe space would be um, kudos. By the way, the Faros Project have always got really good episode titles. They do, yeah. Uh, do you know the late, the episode title for the Oxygen Podcast? No, it's it's fantastic. It's Con Air, right? It's air, but it's you have to oh, buy it. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, yeah, great. No, it's fantastic. We say we think that unsafe space would be a good unsafe space would be a, a good. Uh, example as well, but I do feel Con Air is a strong yeah, Con one. You know what my favourite one of theirs was? And I can't remember what episode it is. It, uh, it was the Hurt Shocker. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it would be the one with where John yeah. Hurt at the end, so it would be Time of the Doctor? Name of the Doctor. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> it was a bit of a confusing period of Doctor Who, that one. There so. was a, yes, the, the Doctor of the Doctor. Yeah. The Shocker. It's my enemy. I don't know. <laughs> That's very good. 
After the Doctor is my friend. Uh, no, no, so yeah, I like it when uh, people leave voicemails and seem to have the same opinions about things that we do. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, Kirsten, I know you're yeah. used to saying the phrase African-American. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Bill isn't that. Yeah. Um, what is the phrase that is tended to use? I hear black British is... Um, that is a good question. I wouldn't claim to be an authority. The thing is, it, it, it changes over the years. They, um, you, like what was deemed acceptable. Um, I'm not saying that coloureds, for example, yeah. was ever acceptable. But like it was then, it was Afro Caribbean. Yeah. But then they tried to make the British part of it. Um, yeah. uh, Black British is the most recent. Yeah, I can yeah. remember. Obviously, it build is mixed race as well. Yeah. A uh, whole other thing that I feel the longer I talk okay. about, the worse I'll sound, even yeah, though yeah. I'm trying my best no, to no, I just think uh, it's, yes. <laughs> work out a thing. Um, it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> Here, have an email. I will have an email. Uh, this is from our old pal, Brandon. Yay! I haven't, uh, well, I've spoken to him a little bit recently because we've had... Um, We've had similar uh, sort of things that we've been worrying about in our, our lives, yeah. but uh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to... I've got to play Brandon well, the Triumphant Chord, but hilariously, I don't have an instrument near me. <laughs> Despite there being an, even, a new guitar right there. There's so many instruments and none of them are near you. That's yeah. so weird. Do you want me to add you one? Or... No, no, it's No, right. the moment's passed. So this is styled Oxygen, Finally High Stakes. Yes. Hey, Joe and Chris. Right. I can't tell you how much I like having you back on my podcast feed. I love hearing you, you, you could try. <laughs> I love hearing the experience of the mandolin too. It's making me want to get mine out and play again. It's good. good. Some mandolin jam, man. Yes. Uh, I still need to file down that top fret because yeah, you can't yeah. play above like fourth on the uh, yeah, yeah, on top yeah. string, otherwise it turns into a high pitched squeal. Yeah, I haven't written anything about the season because I've been under uh, under impressed. Well, I like the doc- yeah. the Bill and the Doctor's chemistry. The stories just haven't felt very interesting. First, an alien oil slick that is more powerful than a Dalek. Then nanobots who are way too close to the Vashnarada. Then the least scary haunted, haunted house story ever. <laughs> Each time no one was in any real danger, the stories have just seemed weak. I'm guessing he liked Thin Ice then, because he hasn't specifically mentioned the, yeah. uh, Oh, that big fucking fish under the Thames. Yeah. <laughs> and he said it in that accent as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Strange, just for exa- someone, strange for a Texan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not usually how he, how he talks. Uh, but now we have an episode I could sink my teeth into. Uh, there were real stakes, a story worth talking about, people could have died, and the Doctor is blinded. Mm. Now, I don't have to have death in my Doctor Who uh, to be interested, but it helps a bit. When mm. the stakes are really high, the writing is better, and the drama is more interesting. Uh, is a really good writer. Yeah, <laughs> the, the fact that the Doctor won, but he lost people and paid a personal price. Mm. So often lately, there seems to be an obsession with a happy ending. This is just a lot more satisfying. I'm hoping uh, this isn't a re- uh, just erased right away. I think it would be a, add a real interesting element. Yes. Well, it doesn't have his usual email sign off. Oh. But, uh, I assume it was by permission of superiors, but we, but I won't know. I don't know now. I don't. You know, wouldn't want to say for sure. Um, he does remind that I. What I really liked is when um, he's got a weird name. I think it's Tasker, is it? Yeah. Um, when he just lay opens the door and he just gets grabbed immediately and dies. It's like <laughs> yeah. wow. It's like no like. Uh, no, um, mm. and it's, build up it's to it really as well. horrible as well. Yeah, like yeah. we're shutting down your central nervous system, like Don't be calm. It's yeah. like, ah. but it's clearly agonising. Yeah, it does. It gives you this weird facial tattoo that I've never quite understood. <laughs> it yeah. does remind me of marks that I've seen on people who have been struck by lightning. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like their blood has boiled and it's yeah, marked yeah. their skin. I, yeah. I guess it's meant to be that. 
Well, Bill ended up with a bit of that, but... Uh, we couldn't tell if it, it was permanent. No. Yeah, it's hard to tell if it had gone or not. Um, I, I think if it was either. still there, they would have made a thing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, he pressed the button on her suit and magically bought her better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and also, like, the damage to her skin and things like that, which she was in a vacuum, were apparently completely negated as well. well. she's young and healthy. She heals quickly. <laughs> she, just bounced, she just bounced right back. Exactly. Um, yeah, the day. and they did it with Darren as well, where he just died really quickly. Yeah, that morning. was a shocker. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, he was just gone. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything more, but... Um, Anything like that obviously reminds me of my probably favourite um, death in any TV I, I, series. I know era. exactly who you mean and what you mean. Yeah. Um, assuming it's a, assuming that it's click noise. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this has become the thing. That well, we're normally doing in this we, we've been doing that where we we've tried to find an answer for a thing, but in the, on I think on both occasions here we knew the thing we were talking about, and yeah, we, we just, just wanted want to, to yeah. didn't want to spoil things for other people. It's also very handy to have the device near us so we can yeah. do that. Yeah, uh, you feel free to do that yourself as well at okay. some point. So that's the I think I did there. when I was. Uh, uh, you know, summoning things from my memory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't do that because I remembered them straight away, yeah, obviously. Yeah, we absolutely don't just pause and then unpause as though we've just thought of something. <laughs> That's right, we don't. Uh, okay, so if I um, am counting correctly, we must have uh, one voicemail left. Yes, and um, you probably know who it's from. It's Eric. Ah, yes. So let's see what he has to say and then... Uh, frankly, we may be uh, putting this one in the books and sodding off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are the birds I told you about. Oh, yeah. Um, Roger, Mc- Roger McGough and all his pals. <laughs> don't, don't, no, 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 no. Get out of the tree, Roger McGough. <laughs> um, he is Roger McGough, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. He's, okay. Um, Eric, save us from talking about the birds, will you? Beard. And then we'll be done. I'm amazed how, yeah, we just sped through this one. But hey there, Lift Hour Podcast. This oh, is hi. Eric calling in for with a voicemail for episode 5 of series 10, Oxygen, written by Jamie Matheson. Uh, Jamie Matheson is one of my favorite writers of what I call the new series of Doctor Who, uh, but he's been writing since series 8, so I guess uh, he's now a regular writer for the show. Not anymore. But uh, mm. I think he's brought a different perspective to the show, much like Stephen Moffat, did when he was writing during uh, Russell D. Davies' era. Yeah, he comparison. really likes yeah. to strip down episodes into just neat concepts. A lot of people that think he he's, really like, well. he's so Moffat's he Moffat's yeah. Mummy on the Orient Express, and I think those two episodes really kind of uh, signify the best of what he can do. He also wrote uh, The Girl Who Died, and I think that one was decent, uh, but just not up to the kind of stripped down aesthetic that he established. That in was clearly too brief, Express. though. And yeah. Uh, flatline. So Oxygen, I think, is more in line with those two episodes. I have to say, I really loved this episode. It starts with Peter Capaldi uh, telling us all the ways that space slowly breaks you down and kills you, uh, which is excellent. That really establishes the tone for the episode. <laughs> I think that putting the characters on a space station oh, is something this uh, <laughs> show does quite a lot. So it's not exactly a new ground to tread. But the episode makes a lot of it, does a good job of establishing kind of the environment that they're running around in. The characters that they establish on the space station with them, I think, are well enough done so that you actually kind of give a crap about them, including the blue guy who uh, 
Bill is kind of uh, aghast that she is seen as racist uh, when she's commenting on his, the color of his skin. And I, I, I liked that. I think it's an interesting point to make is that you, you kind of assume that as a person who is not as privileged as others that uh, you are either unable to or just just can't kind of disenfranchise someone in that kind of instantaneous reaction to them. And so I thought that was an interesting kind of problem to give Bill in this episode. Kapali, once again, does a great job, and he has a lot to sell in this episode. He has, like, a monologue about space. He has to be running around a space station and uh, kind of just sell the idea of the Doctor trying to work this out. Why is the space station being assaulted by zombies uh, which aren't... Sorry, uh, this is the point to mention I forgot that I enjoyed his um, William Wallace uh, speech oh. <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> it's like, never more Scottish. Yeah, yeah. And when sort of talking about, his, you know, the the revenge across a thousand galaxies. That, yeah. You know, dying well. He just needed a claymore and a horse. Yeah. And uh, a suspicious Australian-Scottish accent. <laughs> really and, zombies. And They're more just dead people in suits, which is a great visual it's a great idea basically that these suits are kind of autonomous and even though it looks like the a zombie is chasing around it's basically just a dead guy in a suit and i think there's a lot of good commentary about capitalism in this episode where basically people are incredibly uh throwaway so much so that we basically just need them for their bodies and uh the suit can't do everything by itself so as long as you have a body in there you're fine. I love that this episode introduces huge stakes where uh, Bale be becomes one of zombies likes. at one point. And mm, even though I like you, huge stakes. you know that she'll get out of it on the other end perfectly fine, it does introduce that, that worry for you, and I think it, it's it's well done. And then at the end of the episode, Kapali goes blind. And this is an interesting problem for the Doctor to face because I can get a lot of things... You'll have a blind character who is not actually blind. Mm, I'm wondering how this is going to be used. (laughs) Because, I mean, like, if he's just wandering around with one of the uh, sticks, maybe as a dog uh, to guide him. But, I mean, most of the time they just kind of get to walk (laughs) around like they're not blind. And you just say that their other senses are better or uh, just basically it's not a problem for them. I'm just thinking a lot of Daredevil where... Daredevil just a lot of the time walks around like he's not blind, which that's a superpower, but still. I think it's an interesting thought here for this episode that Capaldi is a little bit more vulnerable Mm. because he's blind. They do kind of a fake out and make you think that he's going to get better and he doesn't get better, Mm. which I think uh, the doctor was using to kind of calm everyone else on the station if they think that he's in an actual legitimate peril. Uh, then they'll probably get less, they'll probably be less kind of focused or less willing to go through all the dangerous things that they do. And he needs them to be kind of as tops as they can be. In an episode that deals a lot with oxygen and like this this kind of resource that you need uh, to survive and that is kind of the ultimate resource in space uh, because that's completely hostile to oxygen-breathing human beings. Uh, I kind of wish that the episode had had the characters be more silent and be more uh, kind of conscious of how much they were using oxygen. There's only, I guess, mm-hmm. I think two or three sequences in the show 
where they really have to watch their oxygen use kind of as soon as the villain is established or the yeah. The problem kind Best of becomes talking. the point of this. Yeah. I think the oxygen kind of hook goes away. So I kind of would like an episode really devoted to that. I know Deep Breath kind of touched on it, but I just feel like characters having to hold their breath for any amount of time or need to conserve their breath shouldn't talk nearly as much. I think <laughs> talking does use up a decent amount of oxygen. So uh, in the future, I would like to see this kind of theme a bit better iterated on. So, yeah, I, I really love this episode as much as I might nitpick some things. I think it's just one the best of this series right now. Jay Matheson knocked out of the park again. I hope you guys think the same thing. Bye. Well, it's almost more sudden endings. I don't know if... Oh, <laughs> I'd say it's... Uh, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if I'd say it was the best one, but it's definitely a contender. Yeah, I mean... It's basically between that and Thin Ice, I think. Yeah. Um... I mean, the pilot's got a special place just because I thought I really, you know, it was a good introduction. It was good, and it made it made us feel sort of confident about the thing again. <laughs> the series has a habit of doing that. Yeah. You get to the end and go, ah, I think we, I think we probably should think about knocking this on the head now. <laughs> but it's weird because like Deep Breath wasn't like it. It had like some really good bits, but it wasn't that great. Some no. of it, yeah. So no, that was an interesting one. Um, I was. And it had that big. The big dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crap. And he's like, hey, big man! Yeah. And Capaldi was like in ultra Scottish mode. Yeah. There's even a bit yeah. where he's just like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> oh, I've gone Scottish. <laughs> uh, I've seen uh, uh, Robert Florence, Rab Florence, uh, the yeah. Scottish comedian and director of The House of Him, previously discussed mm-hmm. on this podcast. Um, the he did a vine of just that bit. <laughs> None of the bit. And he's like, "That's it. I've gone Scottish." Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just that repeated. Um, something uh, Eric pointed out. Like, um, I like the idea of space being very hostile. It reminds me of a, a, a short story that I have read that is really good. Mm. Uh, I was looking up the name of it um, to check I got it right, and I had. Mm. Uh, unlike you, who. Oh, you were close. It's Roger McGuinn from The Birds. Oh, Roger McGough is the poet. Yes, I knew it. Yeah, He's the yeah. Liverpudlian poet. Yeah, but like, very close. Um, um, yeah, it's um, Scanners Live in Vain by uh, Cordwainer Smith, which is a, oh, hell, good name. a hell of a... It's a, it's, it's, it's obviously a pseudonym, but... Uh, um, Nothing obvious about it. Yeah, yeah, well... Certainly a Smith aspect. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's basically... It's, it's an... It's it's kind of a different idea, and it's really interesting. It's not just about base, space being like physically hostile, but it's about space like sending people crazy, basically, mm. and being psychologically ah. um, damaging. He was bizarrely he, he was wrote also discussed in the Ren and Stimpy episode, Space Madness. I'm sure. Um, interesting. Uh, yes, yeah, so definitely read that um, uh, if you can get hold of it, which you probably can. I got a, a collection of Cordway de Smith short stories. It was really, really good. Nice. Um, interesting fact about him is he wrote like a textbook on psychological warfare, so he was an expert in bloody hell in that. So that um, uh, so that comes out in his his writing as mm. well. Um, so yeah, that's Joe's recommend uh, recommendation of the week. Fantastic. Apparently, um, yeah. imagine a jingle right there. I, I'm not yeah, doing yeah. One. No, that was rubbish. <laughs> I kind of lost lost faith in my own uh, uh, my own. Um... So this is a this is a, another prime example of when we've liked the episode, we found yeah, less yeah. to talk about in it, or we just talked about it much more quickly. 
yeah. but how um, you feel? I know you need to be softened yeah, off. So don't, don't worry about. It. Um, no, I feel like I've said um, as much as I need to say. It was just a, it was a pretty good episode. I mean, yeah. like you say, we disappear, take a breather, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and come Ooh, back. I love talk, all this oxygen. Talk about the next time trailer. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Does that work for you? It works very much. All right, everyone. Sorry if you've got like long journeys or things like that, and you're going. I'm really hoping for another three-hour podcast today because <laughs> this ain't one of those. Ain't happening. Sorry about that. But um, remember, if you're not a spoiler-phobe, we'll see you in a second to talk about the trailer for the next episode. Otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye. Hey. I can feel it calm in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. And I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Oh, Lord. My new guitar. I am. Just uh, do some chugs and then we'll start. Do some chugs. Yeah. Hey, whack, uh, do a quick drop D. Oh yeah. Right, go. Uh, That's nice. Uh, I put the big delay on. That <laughs> oh, is a big old delay, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Joe, let's stop. I've turned your, I've turned your, your fake amp off. No, I was having so much. I was chugging away. It was good times. Yeah. I, I just know that I, I normally sort of. I, I normally, if there's instrument playing, I normally uh, like leap in and do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're really good. Oh, well, thanks, <laughs> Rock man. Guitar. I haven't played I in a people, long time. I want people to know that. Yeah, if either, um, I'd be, I'd be very um, pleased if anyone knew either of the two tracks, <laughs> two riffs that I was uh, playing there. Um, please write in eleventh hour podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, uh, write riffs in your subject page. I think I would probably uh, give a prize of one kiss per answer. Maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I could be negotiated. Yes. <laughs> so um. So next episode of Doctor Who. Yes. Do you know the name? Ooh, I don't. Do no wait. I, d- I have seen the name. I can't remember what it is. So no is the is, is again. Okay, um, it's extremis. Yeah. Who, as you know, I always prefer to Guns and Roses. <laughs> Lol. More than weirds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, Def Leppardis. Get the think out. I don't know. I'm being silly now. And yeah. after such a weird back to basics season. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> it's a Moffat episode, right? Yeah. You can kind of tell because suddenly everything's being thrown at the wall again. Yeah, but not in a not in a way that's making me go. Ugh. Yeah, like, I'm, even I'm kind I'm, of um, excited uh, for this one. Even uh, best yeah. friend of the podcast, Seb, who hasn't been watching Doctor Who for a couple of years, he happened to see the next time because it was on before Eurovision. Right. And he yeah. sent me a message saying, "Fucking hell." 
and he was like the one of the first people I knew to suffer from Moffat fatigue. Yeah, yeah. Beginning to find it a bit tedious, yeah, leaping yeah, yeah. around all the the, the 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 time. Yeah. So, I am a I am a bit of a sucker for um, kind of uh, Catholic mythology. Yeah, I and uh, that. stuff in um, sci-fi. You know, in uh, fantasy and sci-fi. Uh, probably, I don't know. Maybe related to the fact that I went to Catholic school. Who knows? Um, it could be, but I I have a I have long enjoyed the idea of yeah entwining established religions into like other fantasy storytelling. Yeah, 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 and things like that. Um, oh, I'm erming a lot all it's, of a sudden. It's weird, it's like there's a lot of details in it, but I can't, you know, pluck anything out. There's something, like, weird and long-fingered kind of looking. That's yeah, the, there is that, but it also seems to be wearing cardinal robes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder how cardinal robes feels about <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, there's a diary very much like the River Song diary. Yeah. Possibly River Song's diary. Yeah, the Doctor's there's... still blind, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to hide it from Bill for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. That's yeah. kind of weird. He's wearing the... Sonic shades. Whether he's getting any benefit from yeah, those... A kind of Geordie LaForge style yeah. thing. As because, as as we discussed before, it's fine for there to be blind people in sci-fi, as long as they're it's kind of not blind Yeah, if they way. can actually see better than uh, you know non-blind people, <laughs> then that's fine. Yeah. Or at least, you know, it's better in some res- regards. I remember, the, the, what was the, the Geordie LaForge payoff? Was they would get, you would get headaches a lot yeah, using yeah, the visor. Yeah. Well, you know, like stuff messes with it all the time. That's true. Um, I watched an interesting episode recently. And he, he couldn't yeah. tell how beautiful Tasha Yar really was. <laughs> I don't know, he did well that enough. That was a real Gene Roddenberry, like, you're, yeah. me, you're more beautiful than I ever imagined. And he <laughs> briefly gets his eyes working. Oh, right. oh that was a Q and Wesley. Oh, right. Uh, Q and Riker, that's it. R- Riker got the powers of the Q. Right? Oh, yes, yes. He turned Wesley into an enormous, chunky man <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in, a, in the same sweater. As before, but bigger. And what did Riker just want a wing, a better wingman or something? I, don't I know. have no idea. He was <laughs> giving the people the gifts they thought they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I think, like Worf, uh, a really sexually aggressive Klingon mate, and uh, it's it's a real early one. I don't yeah, know you've no. Seen it. I uh, gave Geordie his yeah. proper eyes and things yeah. like that, and they were all like, "Nah, mate." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> end, because it's that kind of show. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, this... and from that day till this, we still don't know whether Riker actually has the powers of the Q, and as promised, has chosen not to use them. Yeah, because there's definitely some points where it become real useful. Yeah, yeah. But um, they, they never seem to be taken away. Mm. Uh, oh, I don't know. That's, that's maybe Pooh. how he saves his ass so so often that he does a little bit of. Yeah, he does sneakily on the on the sly. On the sly, yeah. He does anyway, some sly curing. <laughs> anyway, yes, in Doctor Who, um, we got the Pope. Uh, yes. <laughs> what, a, not, what a what a what a casting coup that was. <laughs> not the space Pope, unfortunately, but uh, uh, Pontifex. Uh, oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's like there's a lot of like it just looked good. I um, there's some you know old libraries and shit that they're going yeah. around. Yeah, look. I think it's been it's been a less expensive series thus far, and maybe they've channeled a lot of it into these ones. Uh, Missy, of course. Oh yes, we get a tiny flash of Missy at the end, mm-hmm. um, so to speak. Um, uh, whether this uh, absolutely uh, answers the question of it being her in the vault. Who knows? Who knows, indeed, yeah. But uh, apparently we'll find out soon. Yes, I feel like with her showing up at the end of the trailer, that that might be uh, moving towards 
And um, I think it will still be the thing that we yeah, said yeah, last time. Yeah, moving towards at least ticking her off the list of things yeah, that yeah. could be in it. If or, it you know, so. moving on to f- part two of the vault uh, storyline. Yeah. 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 That's when it becomes a, a vault tech for oh, Shut up! Yeah. No slapping. Um, yeah, no, it, look, it looks interesting. I kind of want to see conceptually what it does. It looks... Like it could be something that has obviously it being a Moffat episode and carrying on the blindness. I'm wondering if um, it'll be something that like has actual kind of ongoing consequences. Mm, because of what he gets to say if it, if like the doctor will be blind for the rest of the series. yeah, or if like he does something and it, you know it, it sort of um, the what the Jamie uh, oh I've forgotten his name Matheson Matheson he did a Reddit AMA oh, after right. the. After the episode was out, which is where the information about him not having yeah, heard yeah. and not having been called about next year, yeah. and like and not expecting to be, and not feeling particularly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the word? He's he's not put out by that. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. a new guy with his new people. Yeah, but he did make a comment to be handing over the doctor as is, so he'll be blind, but also like balding and hopping on one leg, <laughs> or something like that. But the the notion almost it feels like they, he's throwing in. A reality of actually just <laughs> giving, yeah, uh, giving a blind doctor to the next guy. But then <laughs> a regeneration would obviously fix that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can they do it for half a season? I, I'm going to guess they do not do. that. I'm going to guess they do not. But I don't think it's going to be as simple as he fixes it yeah. at the end of the next episode and everything's fine. No, because um, my guess would be that he he's. He's uh, involved with this business because there's some kind of uh, deal going on. Maybe there was some talk in the trailer. Some talk of a manuscript or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. There's got oh, a feel yes. of like Monty Python's funniest joke in the world. Yeah, because like people working on the translation Earth get died, dying yeah, or something yeah. like that. So they had to work on a little one word each. Yeah, um, in the funniest joke in the world. Yeah, yeah someone yeah. saw two words by mistake and had to spend several weeks in hospital. <laughs> like it's the also, notion that, that no one then put the put the words together. Yeah. The different syntax between German and English <laughs> but hey never mind um, the resulting joke is complete nonsense anyway yeah and um, it or like uh, you know I mean there's other examples of this but like the film in Cigarette Burns that anyone who watches the, oh, the, the closer fan, you get the to the fan it. absolute demand yeah yeah um, right now there's like an urban myth going around that someone has created in the last few years and it's literally that it's literally about some kind of weird French film from the 1920s that's been exhibited twice in public and there were riots and murders yeah, and things right. like that. And that's literally the plot of John Carpenter's Cigarette Burns. Yeah, yeah. Le Fan Absolute Monde. And it's like, even the uh, uh, Wayne, the listener, will know about this because I know about it because of him. Yeah. And even that, it's got like a poor title. It's like, the, it's Diablo to something or other. Yeah. It's like, it's not the absolute end of the world, which is a fantastic title. Yeah. The, um, I do like the idea of like a book or a film that everyone who comes into contact with it like dies or mm. you know goes insane or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's um, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. As oh, mentioned yeah. last week, <laughs> everyone who watches it <laughs> will die. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the leading cause of death in the last few years. <laughs> Right, um, that's as much as I want to say about Extremis. Um, oh, good lord. Um, yeah, compact. Hosanna in Extremis. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, Dominus for Biscom and all that business. Yes, yes. 
All right. Um, All right. Well, no, no. Um, I hope uh, people have enjoyed th- this episode. As excellent. Uh, uh, yes. It's probably it's not. It's probably not as short as we feel it is. Next week we'll we'll entirely in Latin. Yes. Yeah. So until then, Estancia Terria Sirivimenti, and uh, the same to you. Yes, <laughs> I need to brush up on my Latin. Clearly, <laughs> um, perhaps watch the Omen or something. I don't <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. All right. Good fun times. Love you lots. Love you lots also. Hey, punch my fist near. Oh, oh, fuck me. Love you also, you listeners. It. Sorry, I really went for that. Yeah, well, we've got to make it audible on the recording. Yeah, yeah, like, so I was like, we could just do that. Like, we know we don't No one would know, yeah. yeah. No, we just, we suckers are very similar to you, don't we? Mm. Yeah. It was like when we had that kiss. Well, like, yeah. We could have just kissed our hands or something. No, like. but we But that, we wasn't, did. that was not the point we were yeah, trying we to make. Yeah, we did an actual kiss. No, yeah. That's yeah. All right. That's a way we can monetize the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> videos of us smooching. <laughs> it's like pay us or we'll put them up online. <laughs> <laughs> oh, reverse blackmail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Yeah.
Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.